0: We believe you have a story to share. For 2,000 years, humankind has believed in the power of story. In healthcare, we're finding ways to better heal those who are in front of us. Join us as we explore Healing Stories now. Well, I want to welcome everyone again to another edition of Healing Stories, and it is my always honor to be in the presence of uh, B.C. Barton and always as we sit here with our coconut water to begin to discuss and to talk about what is healing is a tremendous privilege because we know our world is in need of healing, but most especially our world is in need of meeting BC. (laughs) (laughs) And so some of uh, those who introduced me to BC are on some boat in the Bahamas today. Uh, and we, we recognize them and and some are in a uh, kitchen. In St. Louis trying to put a, two kids, uh, you know, to a nap. But, B.C., I wonder, we always uh, start off with our guests uh, introducing themselves and if you'd introduce yourself.
1: All right. Uh, my name is B.C. Barton. I live in Hot Springs, Arkansas. And um, my path has been as um, um, a, an instrument for healing unfolding to my best ability. Starting from when I wanted to be a nurse when I was a little girl to um, chiropractic and uh, to higher learning and to learning to work with energy in support of a person's connection with source Mm. and in support of a person remembering who they are authentically and being who they are authentically.
0: That's a great place to start. So much, so many people struggle with who they are. Uh, and it's that first question of who am I? And what are ways that people can come to understand who they are?
1: I think um, meditation is really important. Okay. And I think that it's important to start with maybe something as simple as saying over and over, be still and know that I am God. Mm-hmm. And, um, and most especially realizing the connection with Christ, with Jesus, not just as um, an icon, a figure up there, but as somebody who's real and is always there in support of you. And I believe that everyone has teachers and angels and that we're not not alone and that we can really truly call upon jesus to be with us personally
0: as this happens for people there can be a sense of i didn't want to look at who i was Uh, bruce springsteen has a great song it's called brilliant disguise and he talks about it and his opening line is i hold you in my arms as the band played and then they they get to a point where, can I look in your eyes and know, is that you, baby? And a lot of us spend our lives looking at the other partner and saying, is that you, baby? And I know you just went through the loss of a Bill and a beautiful man. How do people get through that in life when they lose someone and they've looked in their eyes and that was the person who told them who they were?
1: Yeah, that's that's not easy. And the human part of us struggles with that, even though on a spiritual level, it's important to remember that there really is no death
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and that love is the most important thing and that when you truly love and see someone, that connection never breaks. Mm -hmm.
0: We also feel when we lose someone, how do they come back to us? And are there ways that uh, an aunt or an uncle or a, a grandfather in my own life or even those who I haven't met, like a Mother Teresa, how are these people coming back to us to heal us?
1: Well, I just think there's a, a connection, a bond. Mm-hmm. Um, in the case of Mother Teresa, I think that there's a similar path and an agreement from her to support those who are on their path in a similar way. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as my husband, before he died, he had cancer surgery. And um, they removed his larynx so that we developed communication together that didn't have anything to do with speaking. And uh, that about looking in his eyes and seeing who he is and having him see who I am. Um, I mean, that um, that is something that is with me always Mm -hmm. and the challenging part is letting go of him of knowing that he's on his path and I'm on mine and that we'll never be separated
0: even those who we lose in this
1: life never I mean my grandmother died on my eighth birthday and in my childhood she was the one who loved me unconditionally so um in a dream, she came to me when I was the same age as her, when she passed away. And I saw her and she had the, her, my, my father, my grandfather, my little sister who passed away. Just all of these people that I loved who had passed away, who were part of that connection with her. And she said, love will never break. Wow. All of us who love you are always with you.
0: I guess that was an important thing, huh?
1: Yeah, (laughs) not about love.
0: Love, You know, I mean she got excited there, but the the dog is the dog got excited. Oh boy, that's a challenge. (laughs) But I mean that's probably the line that we should remember is love will never break.
1: Yeah. For sure. I mean I I believe that with all my heart. uh, And just as you said, looking in someone else's eyes and seeing who they are, you have to be who you are to do that. It's like we support each other in remembering who we are, even if we don't have words for it. And and all these years of learning about uh, healing energies and learning to be an instrument for source, I, um, I believe that the most powerful instrument we can be for healing is when we are present as I am. It doesn't need any more words than that, I am spiritual being of light, child of God. In that place, you can can, uh, catch the eye of someone in the supermarket and you can see who they are. Sometimes people never get to see who they are. Homeless people. I mean, just God is there for all of us. And, And everyone has a role to play.
0: I can think of people who feel invisible in a corporate setting. yeah. Especially and even in clinics uh, where people right. feel that uh, no one looks at them or they look right past them. Uh, the assistant in these corporate offices or the front desk person who has to register you. Uh, healthcare is totally uh, tr- challenged right now. And are, are you aware of ways that we could do a better job to heal?
1: Well, I think that it is important to have the connection between the mind and the heart. To look at the financial part of it and use the heart to find ways to um, bring what is needed for all into beingness. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it's a challenge. People are talking now about uh, Medicare for all. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's who knows? That could be a trend. And so um, I just think that that if we see that as a problem, we can find the answer. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think we really can.
0: Yeah, I believe we can too. And I believe it's within each of us to come to that sense of I am so that we can work yeah. on this together right. rather than, oh, I am that person. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to be that person or I'm trying to make this amount of money so that I could be That person, and then just one more time when I get around the corner, right? If I could just get around the corner (laughs) for just another five percent raise, if I could just get around the corner, I'll go on my first class, you know, trip uh, to Bandar Seri Begawan or wherever. I mean, this presence of I am, yes, it could be our greatest healing story, couldn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Are there (laughs) are are there some saints or angels that you feel are are coming into uh, a greater reality for maybe uh, this world or our our current time that people... I'm always interested in giving people some guides.
1: Okay. Um, well, um, St. Germain is one. And most especially, Archangel Michael. Hmm. He works... Archangel Michael works with Blu-ray of creation because he's in support of... Um, seeing truth without being emotionally involved mm. so that we get held back. Um, but Andy really works on red ray of creation, which is about being an instrument for divine will huh. and power. Yeah.
0: So this sense of St. Germain and then St. Michael, and one thing you've helped, I think, over time is there are ways that you can go into a situation and uh, have St. Michael help us, right? Yes. Yes. Clearly, I, and maybe there are people out there who have this too, you grow up with the guardian angels, your mom gives you a prayer card, your healing story starts way in the early life. And even those who aren't Christian or Catholic have things that in a childhood you're given as tools to deal with the world of storms. Because there are a lot of storms out there. And I feel one is this angel kind of component for people as I listen to them there you know you can kind of see in gardens these angels you can see them in in other places but one that you believe in a lot is Saint Michael and what are some of the ways people can think about Saint Michael that would aid them say with maybe a, a a challenging boss or a um a colleague who there there's a real tension between them. What, what are some of the tools that, that these archangels, specifically St. Michael, offer to people?
1: He helps to heal the emotions involved. So if you think about it, people have been programmed, they've had experiences, and sometimes a boss might um, remind them of someone or a situation. And so what happens is that we respond to that old situation Hmm. instead of to that person. Uh. So um, I think that uh, Archangel Michael helps us to see the truth of it without getting caught up in the emotions. And then some people are sensitive to others and pick up on what's going on with the other person and might even think it's theirs. So. I really think that um, for us, it's like we're learning the skill sets of being a spiritual human. Yeah. And, and I think that for us to remember that compassion trumps anything, period.
0: <laughs> and it, was it Chardin or someone who said, you know, we're not uh, humans having a, a spiritual uh, life or spiritual beings having a human
1: Yes, experience, right.
0: uh, however, I botched that quote. Yes. But I mean, there is some way that getting in touch and and it's not a um, a a weird, crazy, pious component. There seems to be a very bodily way of people being sensitized to who they really are, just as we started.
1: Yes, it just uh, it just I think that that's what our path is about. Mm. Each of us, some of us come by it in different ways. I've known. People have been to prison who came out of there and just were. Now they understand. Hmm. And they are. You know, people make choices. And the, the purpose for the choices is to learn. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's all part of how we learn to be who we are. To be able to look in the, our, our own eyes in the mirror and say, I am. And become begin to be to become at peace about that.
0: Anything else for people? <laughs> Anything else? You always... You have such a, a presence <laughs> and light and we need more of that in our world, B.C. W- what, are, what are things you still are looking to do and to give the world?
1: Um, I think I would like to continue in whatever way it unfolds to help people remember who they really are. And if I were to say to anyone who's listening what, I would say, remember that God is source and anything is possible. And remember that each of us in our own ways the instrument of God's love and presence and we're not the source. So learning to be humbly um, an instrument for source more fully, Learning to receive and express love beyond what we've ever thought about. And, um, and look at what makes you happy. Because in there, in there is uh, your reason for being here.
0: What a beautiful message. <laughs> May we all find what makes us happy, but it's... also recognize that there are luminaries like yourself uh, who are out there. <laughs> if I wanted to get a hold of BC, how would I do it? Would I email you? Would I? Yes. What's the best way? What's email up?
1: is all small letters, bcbarton9 at gmail.com.
0: Okay. So there's to that happiness. Thank you, bc. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Mark. Time heals all wounds. Join us for our next episode of Healing Stories.